me. So the thing comes, so you want to dive deeper into power and the concept of power? Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Wapato Jail. It's look where it's located. This is Kelly Point Park right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just right by me lake. Could have sold that. I mean, they the kid they were what the people wanted to, for it to be used for was naturally for for like a homeless shelter, yeah, and like rehabilitating like homeless people and the whole nine. But low key. Mhm. And that was kind of the point as well. So it was just like you know keep that just in a controlled area like that. In a central area like that. So then everybody could have like downtown and the whole nine back. But yeah, five mil. <laughs> you think LeBron still runs the NBA? Or is it, or his era just done? Uh, oh. 
Boom. That was my first basketball <laughs> highlight right there. I was like, oh, who is this guy? And I need to be watching this when you're on there. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never seen anybody cross. I never seen anybody fall in basketball or nothing like that, man. Like, I was like, bro, this is different. He's funny though, to me. He's a he's a freaking uh, OKC uh, sports commentator. Now. He is. Mm-hmm. That's him. Like uh, freaking, he was good. Off without Aaron Gordon <laughs> getting off against him. <laughs> he, was, he was like, he was like, 44. He was like, okay, yes, he's been in the lab. He's worked on things on his game. I understand that. But 44 is a 16 man. <laughs> he was like, so high. He was, he was so high. Like, like, it might be all there. Like, it's like, uh, That's all that's that's all that's personal. <laughs> and Bleacher Report. 
They have a, like they do they have a podcast or they have an app. Okay. Like well yeah, <laughs> with yeah, the right. app. Yeah, I just look at the app and then I like read all the stuff that's on there and I watch the little highlights and videos from there. Um, yeah, it was right here. So yeah, it was probably fake. They didn't show it. Big three, bro. What's that? Big three stacks. His jersey is so tight. Uh, Steven Jackson's. Mm. It's like it's like a Bumblebee jersey. Well, uh, he plays for the Killer Threes. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a black and yellow jersey, and it's kind of like it has like a, like a high type thing. And then uh, on the back it says stack, and they got five on it. It's it's so tight. That's <laughs> they were selling them at the game that I went to the yellow and buy them in Super Sauce. You go up to the one in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to uh, last summer. Nice. So cold though. I, they both say different stuff on the back. I think one says staff and the other one says Jackson on it. Yeah, the black one says the only six that on it. Wait, Bills is in this? Yeah, Chauncey played for them too. Nice. But he, he wasn't at the one that one too. That was during the time when he was about to be. Yeah, they was thinking about he was thinking about being Cleveland's GM and stuff. Was Iverson? Did he make an appearance? Yeah, he showed up, but he was just coaching. Yeah, I got a picture of him.
Yeah. He has like this like aura around him. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, damn, he is cool. <laughs> like, he's just like a super smooth, cool dude. Sick. Sick. Like, I was like, I didn't talk to him or anything, but you could just tell, you could just feel it off of him. Like, it's just super crazy. Uh, there are so many people there. Uh, Rashad McKinnis was playing. Kardashian cursed McCants, bro. <laughs> Kardashian cursed McCants? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, some truth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Nice. Representing, bro. <laughs> yeah. For the first half. <laughs> <laughs> For the first half. <laughs> they, they got our hats. <laughs> nah, like, they oh, won. They, they was undefeated. Okay. Yeah. I uh, freaking... Who was playing? Uh, Richard Lewis in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Gary Payton. Uh, I see Ice Cube was there. I see Ice Cube. Uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, he played for the Babylon Pistons. He was one of their big men. Mm. Um, well, I mean, like, you see a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the setup like? Did do they well, do they have like a halftime show? I know they had it, had to. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was what's his face? Uh, I like big butts. Sorry, makes a lot. God damn. <laughs> yeah, sir, makes a lot. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh yeah, white chocolate and like. You mean like 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 the professor, no, or like Mike no, or Mike Bibby? Okay, Bibby, got you. Bibby and White like Chocolate, Jason Williams, White like Chocolate. Jason Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did wait? Did J Will D play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that was Kwame. Kwame Brown was playing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's like crazy that like Portland still find it crazy that Portland has one. Yeah, I was kinda scared though I see that they pulled the Pelicans. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't even fair. 
Like they didn't like they basically didn't show up. Not at all. He he met him at his house, picked <laughs> him up, <laughs> drove him through the game. Why <laughs> was on lock like the whole entire Straight in the sucker face. Go sleep on Gerard, like don't sleep on Gerard. He's just been hurt. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's been an All Star team, but he never really. Well, although he he got traded only once, but he still never seemed like he really found his groove until recently. Because like he went to that phase of like, am I a point guard? Am I a shooting guard? Am I a guard? Like like you know what I mean? And so like this season though, like now that they have Ron, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now that they have Rondo, and they just let Rondo control the pace, the tempo. The group of the game, like Drew can just fill in, get buckets, do whatever the hell he needs to do. Exactly. Man. Importantly, like you said, they're just outmatched. Just yeah, it was like the base ranks were better than the harsh ranks. It's pretty much what it was. We ain't had a man that's really Anthony Davis and then Drew took Dane out the series. Yep. And that was it, yep. pretty much. Yeah, man. You know, we were in a couple of those games. It was like in the fucking, what was the game? Game one and two, they were in. Yeah. I think it was, I was watching game two at the house. Yeah, I was watching game two at the house. They couldn't get a rebound. It was like, like, that's exactly yeah. what I was talking yeah. about. But they couldn't yeah. get a fucking rebound. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was like the freaking, they turned it over, the Pelicans turned it over. Dude didn't touch the ball at all. Uh, they gave it back to the Pelicans, and then like that was the game. That was, was like yeah. that was the game. Like it was like that one play. It was like he he clearly didn't touch the ball. Yeah. And they gave it back. And it was like that play. Then they couldn't get a rebound. They had like six straight possessions of the same freaking like office room. Awesome. Exactly. Like, what the exactly. Fuck? It was like they just quit at that moment. They were like completely. Yeah, and that's when they hate you because like. Holiday like, outworked the entire Blazer team to get a rebound, bro. Like, what it was the like when they didn't get that call. It was like everybody just like, uh, it was yeah, like yeah. It was like it was. I just felt him die. <laughs> I felt him die. I felt like I died <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro. I was like, it's, it's, it was like there's nothing we can fucking do, man. But feel like if that, I feel like that call made the series. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we if didn't got. Like maybe it would be a little bit different. Maybe still be going on right now. Maybe three one. <laughs> but maybe three one, right? But um, what do you think then? Like I, I honestly, like CJ and Damon are good back. They're good players, but I don't. I never saw that backcourt like thriving. It's similar to like the um. The Golden State one when they had Monte Ellis and just, yeah. But Stephen Monte never made the playoffs. Yeah, but like, he, like in to to win a ring though. I mean, they can't beat out the first round. Yeah, you know what I mean. But well, I feel like that's more so. This um, I feel like it's more so the system and some of the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll be fine if he had the right in the right system and the right support and cast around him. Because like right now Portland's offense is super low. I want just those two guys like they're the they're everybody as far as the brand brother to, to meet the potatoes and 
Sleeping on Miritage, yeah. he's a baller, bro. Yep. I was like, he's like, fuck, bro. Man, that serious sucks. I, like, I stopped watching it. I was like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even watch the last game. Yeah. After they lost game two, I was like, I think, oh, this game three, yeah. I was like, I watched game three so well and I see like, how it's going. I was like, game four. I was like, man, I give up. Right. I know. I know. I'm, I'm not allowed to watch this die like this. <laughs> Game three is my sister's birthday, and like so, I only heard like the highlight of it after the first quarter. Like, oh man, yeah, Blazers were, were into it, and then they got shut out in a twenty to three run at the end of the first quarter. I'm like, oh, yeah, those droughts too. Fuck yeah, you can't make a shot for shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then you gotta give credit to them though as well. Yeah, like they had, they they just outpaced them too. Like, there are times, like, especially like game two, that Portland just gas. Straight up gas. But, I don't know, at some point, do you think it's, at some point, do you think it is mental, or is it just like these teams are just better? Well, I think the game is. I think I heard somebody say this. Maybe it was like, I think it was KD, maybe. He said, like, it was like uh, 90% of the game is mental, 10% of the game is skill. Mm-hmm. It was like, so I think it's always mental. It's like your confidence, it's like your abilities, and how you feel, and about yourself and how you're playing. It's like, it's the whole game. Yeah. It's like, you can you can be the best player in the world, but you don't feel like you're the best player where you're kind of playing like shit. Yeah. Or you're going to be super passive and not aggressive. I mean, you're all attitude towards the game and your feel for it is not going to be there. I need like a rock in 2011. What are you doing, bro? Jason <laughs> Terry. Like, <laughs> like, just getting roasted like JJ and Moran and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like your confidence in basketball is everything. I'm not going to tell you, bro. Like, this nigga Jason Terry is like I'm gonna guard you, LeBron, in the fourth quarter, and you're not gonna score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little six foot two Jason fucking Terry, man. I still think that's one of the best revenge plays of all time. Is that alley you LeBron did when Jason Terry played for the Celtics, and LeBron was just like crammed on him, bro. Just, oh God, it's probably my favorite Celtic play to be honest with you, bro. <laughs> 
That Jake was pretty good. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, like the past like thirty minutes. Alright. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I was just talking. But uh power, the concept of power, what do you think about power? Um it's I mean shit, it's it's probably like one of the most important things that we have on earth honestly it's because it's there's always a dominance argument like there's always the the top and the bottom of the head and the toe in every situation it doesn't even fucking matter like there's two screens here but like we're using this one so that's continue. you know what I mean but like so but like it all depends on like how like how you view it as well because it's I don't know it's it's that hierarchy of things mm-hmm well, the hierarchies of things and as well are just like what power is and like what power is to you. You, you know what I mean? Because like, I don't know, some people view like, even as like something completely formed as, as like something like, as like religion like that, like the idea of like a God holding power over you mm-hmm. is to be taken as ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Power over you. Like I can't do this because this is going to be you wrong by this person or that person. Or in the eyes of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on it? Power, uh, and uh, power is like everybody wants to be the dominant force. I feel like no one wants to be feel like they're oppressed. Do that under guard or mm-hmm. at the bottom of a power structure. But like I feel like every no matter who we are, where we are in life, everything or something has some type of power over us in some way, shape, or form, whether that's, like, something simple as, uh, this person is my boss, I have to listen to what they say, or, like, even the concept of simply, like, uh, or something a little bit slightly more complicated, or, like, money, like, money has power over, like, all of us, because, like, Mm -hmm. in order to survive, it's, like, in a sense, or the concept of yeah, because like, you can sure like we need money so we can get things, but like, if you take money away out of the world, the world would like be more chaotic in a sense. It would just be people thriving in a sense as if they would just be taking what they want, or they would have to barter for everything. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but the way people view money is kind of strange to me. It's where it's like people do the most wildest and craziest thing just for money, and it's like almost as if it's like a drug, right? Like, like something that you're addicted to. Like you have to feed this addiction. Mm-hmm. 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 And like having having it, and then be like, all right, I'm gonna let this sit. Okay, let's go get more of it because so then I can be like, oh, you fuck never, that. You never could have enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you can never have enough of. Right, it's all. Yeah, you have never. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody over overdose ever having too much money in the world, right. bro. Bill Gates be like, see a dollar flying, <laughs> 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 people over like Jalen said. Exactly, man. And 
What's so crazy about money though is that like, is like I I I have this realization that it's like I can't. It almost feels like you have to pay pay life in order to like wake up. You know what I mean? Like you have to give money in order just to wake up. I I don't like the, that that idea of of cash being the the, the end all be all. At least in America, it's, it's, at, at least it seems like that. Yeah. Growing, getting older, and stuff like that. But. I don't know, man. That and, and so that's the thing too, because when when it comes to like bartering, that means people would have to have like a skill or like obtain some sort of thing that we hold value over something else. Exactly. And what would that be at that point? Whatever that person wants. Mm-hmm. So like in the sense, like, say, I have a flat tire, um, but I'm a freaking farmer. And you need corn. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have the skills to change the tire. I have corn. That's what we would trade for. Mm-hmm. Or something simple. Or something else. Like, I have food at my house. Or you are, say, like a, I don't know, like a plumber or something like that. Right. I give you some food in order for you to fix my sink. Exactly. It would be more things like that. Then okay, so um, that's a communal. So then, how how all right? How would a country that would thrive for bartering is that even feasible? Like, can we even? I can't see that happening, bro. Like, 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 what do we give as a community to our country, to our city? At the very least, Portland. In in today's world, and what be able to happen? Because it's. Because the world is so global now. Mm-hmm. But, like, in, like, smaller little niches and communities, it will be able to work. But, like, on a global scale, that would, it, would, no. it wouldn't be able to work at all, in my opinion. Because I still see, like, capitalism would still exist. Mm-hmm. Like, people would still find a way to, like, come up with some type of service like that would just overthrow everything. Such as the internet. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, in order to get internet, you have to go through the, there would be like monopolies. Exactly. Some, some way, shape, or form to have power over it, everyone else. Well, this is why I'm kind of into like the, the, um, the, the universal income. Have you heard of that yet? Uh, so, people are predicting that AI is going to take over in the next like few years or whatever and so replacing all the jobs and so now people yeah and so now people are going to come up with a uh, with a salary just for everybody it's like it's a really low base salary I think it's like maybe twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year but still that's just money that, that the country will give to you and then you can go out and do whatever the hell you want that's on a, top of that that's an old concept mm-hmm. freaking I want to say Reagan, that came up with the concept for having everybody do that, but instead uh, they uh, implied the military. Uh, no, they uh, they uh, started the welfare system instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> instead of giving people, because uh, everybody's going to have a base salary, mm-hmm. like, and then anything above that. You would have to go get a job or like 
like anybody in the adult being 18 years or older would instantly get this like a thousand dollars a month or some some shit like that. Yeah. But then like uh, anybody above that, you have to go do this or that or that. And, like basically like this amount of money was to support like your living expenses. It was like a living wage. The fact that you are alive, you automatically get this money. Right. Um, and that's the thing too so it's like I don't know man like I this is kind of like what, kind of like what it makes you just like leave Portland in general bro it's, it's because of that I, that I did and so it's like I, I kind of want to just maybe after this year or so but travel at least travel somewhere abroad <clears throat> whether it's like you, ever, you, you hear what's going on in South Africa right now no dude they're taking over South Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, so, the president of South Africa is saying that if you're a white farmer, we're going to take your land. And anybody that's black can't take your land. And what are you going to do about it? I'm the president. <laughs> Some straight Devo shit, bro. It's <laughs> so, like, there's like this incredible revolution happening in Africa right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in uh, South Africa. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man, like... And what's so weird is that, like, so, it, and to go back to, like, money and being power, being, like, having power with money and whatnot, like, there's only a few countries left in America that, left in the world, rather, that don't have a centralized bank. And so every, every country that doesn't, in our views as Americans, we call them terrorists. It's like Iran was one, Iraq was one, uh, Saudi Arabia is still one, North Korea is one as well. Uh, um, Syria in, in the past like 20 years every country that we've come in contact with that we call terrorists partially because they don't have the biggest system hmm. and so I find that like really like it's it's odd to me bro like yeah I, I, I just come not even trying to sound like a liberal or anything like that bro but it's just like it's weird how money has really fluctuated and like really controls but it's the people that are behind it all bill as well. The motherfuckers that you just don't need. Mm. That that those guys that put the value on the money and then it's a trickle down effect on like how we view it as well. The overseers. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Right. So like um, like in this kind of like more like the like the, the system that's in place, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the hierarchy. So like like those people like pretty much those with the most control how the world works around them. And like it's kinda of like how do we change the world when you have to change the people that have the most. Right. Because everything trickles down. Right. But like but in a sense it's like why would those people change? Because everything works well with them. Yeah. So exactly. like it's like when you're coming from a place of higher up anything, equality feels like a demotion. Yeah, it right. feels like you're you're losing something, and because you're you have something, you're that's being taken from you. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're people that want more. We have a never-ending wants and needs. We always want more. We don't want less ever. So like to fall down, it's like it's like what the fuck. Exactly. Yeah, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So I, I just kind of been like at the point of just like trying to leave things with just like 
things just come and go, and I'm not like really gonna be focused on that at, at this point. You know what I mean? So, but it's interesting, man. Money. Now, Kanye, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you did see Kanye like they're doing an album. Yes. Yeah. Like, all right. What do you think that's gonna sound like? Which one, the Kanye? The Kanye, or the, uh, just a straight Kanye. Kid see ghosts. The straight Kanye, Kanye seven track album. Seven tracks, right? <laughs> seven new Kanye songs. Um, Kanye always talks about his life. Mm-hmm. And like, believe it or not, if you listen to Kanye enough. You hear, like, he talks about the same stuff in all of his albums. It's like, they sound different. Each album sounds differently. But the concepts of each of his albums are always the same. Hmm. And there's, he's talking about, A, his life, like, what's going on with him now. He talks about uh, black people in uh, pretty much, like, systematic systematic repression is like hierarchies of like uh crack dealers sells cook uh, black white men's uh you know gorgeous the gorgeous verse yeah no not the gorgeous verse uh drug dealer by George White Man by crack uh crackhead by cracking a white man gets paid off all of that okay. yeah uh those concepts fly throughout all his albums like what's going on in his life Systematic repression, hierarchy, and power. Uh, in like, uh, are you sure though? Because like, the last was one wasn't even a T lock. Yeah, Pablo. Nah. Yeah, there's a glimpse. I think it was all over the place in that one. But if you listen to the songs, you hear like it's more so in the lyrics. Like, yeah, I know that's the like, parts of the lyrics that I always fall through. Talks about what's going on in his life. In oh, for sure. Not like, yeah, in uh, Natural, like, real friends and work parties in LA. Uh, Norman, bro, his first song. Oh my uh, god. Where he was talking about uh, the girl he was messing with in college, how uh, he was gonna pull it back friends. on him. Yeah. Yeah. But that I was fucking bitch. No, not, not that one. No, not that one. Uh, 30 hours. Yeah, 30 yeah, hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. 30 hours. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to drive like 30 hours like that bars just to get <laughs> right um, you know like uh, and then he's talking about like his ego a lot too uh, he talks about his ego a lot too like uh, freaking free uh, stuff couldn't could even go to the grocery store without someone just cleaning and sharing the team or uh I'm so self-conscious. I'm, I'm you're also conscious of the first thing in it. Or like uh, the whole porn thing and uh, freaking... Hell of a Life? Yeah, Hell of a Life where he's talking about how he's a, his sex addiction and he says somewhat... Um, uh, but I haven't listened to Kanye in a while. But like, there's like, like in all the songs, it's... It's still him. Mm-hmm. In a sense. Like in, like the concepts that he talks about is is all there like there's like certain things that fall through all of his albums 
Cause like I have to like actually like listen to like all the albums again for you to actually like dig out what those concepts are. Yeah. But I listen to so much Kanye throughout my life, and like you, I can still tell that like this is Kanye like, mm-hmm. because you hear mm-hmm. A B C D E as far as the concepts go. Right. Right. Um, I think that, and then like sonically, like I I I don't see it being. I kind of think it's going to be like a modern like boom bap. I, I think somehow like it, it's just going to be like this weird experimental really stripped down like version of like original like hip hop for some reason. I, I don't know why. But like because I've seen like the pictures of like like Pete Rock and like Pete Rock's up there and like Nas and so I'm, I'm excited for it though man. Like what? I'm going to just say you guys been trying to get on the guys since day one, right? Like, uh, what type of power do you feel that a celebrity has? Just simply being a celebrity. Um, naturally the voice. Mm-hmm. Just like the 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 idea that they can push the button on like culture. And impacted like even as simple as like Kylie Jenner talking about Snapchat and then and then like you see Snapchat stop plummet right immediately after like the day after she said I'm not on that shit anymore huh. they dropped yeah they stopped plummeting money like crazy yeah. yeah and then you have like um even a guy like uh the Me Too movement for one like the idea although that that was a lot that was way bigger than like. What 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 it is like the idea of like woman like se- like sexual harassment in like the workplace or whatever like that like being the thing that's all pure Hollywood. Uh, even to be honest with you, bro, like I feel like a lot of like the the Donald Trump thing and like the appropriately Clinton to me that that felt a little bit pushed by Hollywood as well, just based on like what they were doing, like watching like the award shows and, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, the media. The media. Yeah, the Illuminati. <laughs> so like, uh, like the power the media has over us in this sense, it's like uh, pushing the culture as far as their thought process and how they right. feel about certain things. Right. Because they hear uh, person A say that I love this thing, and then they're also gonna feel the same way about this or. Person B said, "I hate this thing," and then if they're a fan of Person B, they're also gonna feel that way. Exactly, exactly. And just that simple, just using your voice is one of the most powerful things, especially when you have a microphone, a platform to do it. It influences so many people, so many different lives. Um, Which is why Donald Trump's a great white hope, and why Barack Obama was like that nigga for us as well. You know what I mean? So, but. But, like, in today's culture, like, everybody has that same stage, in a sense, through social media. And do you feel like everyone should have that same stage? And like, part of that is, like, kind of leading to, like, the, the Constitution rights and stuff like that. I think for everyone should have that stage, but the, the, the thing is, what the fuck are you using it for? Uh-huh. Like, if you're sitting here, like, trying to bash, like, a movie or something like that, bro, like, nah, use the words for something good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the same people that that complain about politics and things of that nature, like, what are they doing to impact the world instead of just, like, on the news 
on on TV shows, daytime TV, just talking shit about things they don't like. Like, no, change that thing that you don't like and then complain about. Well, like, play like devil's advocate, though. Like, who wants to do that all day, every day, though, really? What do you mean? Complaining about the world and all the world's problems. It sells. <laughs> that's what makes my, bro that's what the news is all based upon bro yeah but who watches the news all the time 24 7 like I like the older the generation like of adults though like honestly yeah. I stopped watching the news like 10 years ago cause all the news talks about is what bleeds and leads mm-hmm. like and all the bad things that happen in the world mm-hmm. they never talk about the the things that are positive in the world that's how exactly they shed light on the on the good things you know what I mean Look at the things that have gone wrong. Right. Like, on this street, such and such got robbed and been shot, held up at gunpoint. Here's a such and such on the scene. Right. Right. Instead of like, oh man, like, we're going like. Yeah, like, at times it gives like certain neighborhoods like a a bad perception. Especially the Northeast area, bro. Exactly. Yep. Northeast area. Like, I grew up over here. Like, but every time you hear it on the news or see it on the news, it's like everything that's going wrong. And that's the only time it's ever, like, uh, a light shed on the area. And that's the shit that gets you, too, bro. So it's like when you're watching the news and they talk about things like, oh, we're in Northeast Portland. There's a robbery. Right. And you think it's somewhere in your neighborhood. That shit is way the fuck out right. there. I'm like, <laughs> so bro. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And they'll have it, and they'll pin it on, like, Jefferson for that. Right. And I feel like that's the power that the media has over people where they allow them to perceive certain things as, paint things in a certain light, and everyone believes that to be as fact. Mm -hmm. Like, this area is bad because every time I see and hear about this area, all I hear is bad, so this has to be the case. Yep. Instead of just simply being like, all I hear about this area is the bad times, but all the, everything about this area isn't bad. Right. Is what really is. Right, right. And I feel like that's like a lot of how a lot of things is in like the lower communities or the less fortunate communities. Mm-hmm. Like, only things that are shit on it is like the bad thing. Even areas that they're just trying to get into that they want to live at, they just try to pull make a bad name about it. So then the the value of that neighborhood all decreases. So to the point that they're all ready to move in, they're like, all right, fine, your area sucks. Let's gentrify it. Let's build it up, and then now we have it. And then they're gonna do the same thing to another place. Exactly. Like exactly. Harlem, like they did that to Brooklyn. Well, they they're doing it here in Portland, but like Mississippi, uh, freaking. Mississippi there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I grew up on Mississippi right. and I 
I felt it happening when I was <laughs> It's like it's it's super weird being a kid, like witnessing that you like you like one day you got all your homies there, and then it's like the next day like all of them's gone. It's like where's such and such go to? It's like oh they they moved and like they just so happened to move out to southeast, and then all of a sudden there's a a game store. CD Game Exchange was like the first store that popped up on Mississippi. Yeah. It was like, oh, we used to always go there all the time, go look at all the games and stuff. And there was a comic book store. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's a bar down there. Now there's the sushi spot. And yep. now there's a little Big Burger and Bar Bar. And Bro, like fuck that place. All places like yeah. running all up and down the Mississippi block. And then they moved over to Vancouver. William Street, mm-hmm. like and then like uh, freaking Alberta Street, Alberta, yeah, Alberta Street. Uh, freaking now there's a new seasons over there. Yep. Where they, and then they take down the Wonder Bread Factory. Right. And right. They just slapped up some apartments there. Apartments, apartments, apartments. It's like in the aspect of this cool, like the neighborhoods getting fixed. Mm-hmm. But it's like the people there are once there. There's like getting uh, their houses like took it from them in sense or uh, for like bottom dollar where like people are instantly making profit off of me yeah and what people don't know is that like this area of Portland is a was historically Vanport was a historically like black owned area we owned everything out here and um, we had even before the hospital even before the Rose Gardens over what we call the motor center, it, it that was all just houses down there, and then slowly but surely, like once it slowly but surely, everything started coming north, headed north, headed north, and now it's just like man, it's different, bro. But yeah, um, but I feel like again, like at the same time though, I think we don't. We, we see money as, as a means of being powerful, but we don't like really think long term of like how money can be used. Because like a lot of the land and properties that, that we had, we had before like everything got gentrified and sold off. But guess what? We had it and we sold it just for short term monetary value. Mm-hmm. Instead of like we could have had the land and we could have built on it. But now we're just like, ah, fuck it. Let's just get some money off this thing and, and move on with our lives. Yeah, but like also an aspect of that is the need for money. Mm-hmm. It's like some people, like some situations, like, yeah, I can wait for this to uh, appreciate in value over the next 20 years, or I can just give you this $10,000 for it right now. Well, sure, in 10 years, it'll be worth $150,000 or X amount of dollars more, but like right now, uh, I ain't got no food in my fridge or, or whatever the circumstances is or I need to get my car fixed or it's simply like it's $10,000 I might not be alive 10 years from now or like mm-hmm. whatever the other circumstances is might be it's like it's just an aspect of the now and that's kind of like a part of our microwave culture that we live in today yeah. where everything is now, 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 now we don't really ever want to wait on anything. Yeah. Even if it is the more logical, beneficial way the thing to do, the fact that we can get it instantly is like 
I'm gonna do it now. Right. Like even like like little stuff like saying like, uh, yeah, I can uh, watch this movie now for or ten dollars or uh, get this movie now for twenty dollars or whatever video game for sixty dollars or I can wait until it gets old and yeah, I can get it for half the price <laughs> like right. Black Friday yep. or something like that. Yep. It, it, it's pretty much the same game. It's, everybody's still gonna be playing it. And there's like really no outside of other than you wanted it now, there's no other benefit for it. Exactly. It's like the same adventure, like adventure games in a sense, which they don't really make it anymore nowadays. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> they don't make multiplayer games because they want people in that to play together online. Yeah, and dude. They make single player multiplayer games, which is really what got me fucked up. Though. Yeah. Like, there's no at the house playing. Yeah, bro. You have to buy it. They have to buy it. Yep. And even in video games, you can't just buy the game nowadays. You gotta buy it. Sure. The season goddamn for $30. Or yeah. you gotta buy the little bonus the, uh, DLC packs mm-hmm. for $5, $6 mm-hmm. here and there. Or you gotta go we'll spend money in the game so your player can be better than what they is like in 2K. Yeah, I was gonna say, I heard, I heard players, bro. I'm like, like, oh. like, you started out as like a 60 in the game, you've been looking super bummy, and then they throw this like, spend $20 on this game, you get 75,000 BC, <laughs> you, then you'll be actually able to get a buck in the game. <laughs> she was like, and stuff like that, or you can sit here and play the game for the next five months <laughs> just to get and it. just grind, yeah, just blood, sweat, and tears 10,000 hours into it, right. but oh, that's the thing, yeah, exactly. I 100% agree. Like, our generation, it's, it's, it's more so our culture, not necessarily our generation, just our culture, mm-hmm. it's just like. I'm not gonna bust my ass because I have no reason to. I'm just gonna find something that's really simple that works really well, and I'm just gonna eat off of it, bro. But yeah, and like not even say everything. If I just be average, like it's better for me to be average than to be to be great these days. I I, I don't know that that's just good. That that could just be like my jaded perspective on things right now. Because that's just, but like I don't know, bro. I feel like a lot of like things. Like video games, like they know that they can half-ass release a video game, knowing that at the end of it, one, they're gonna get paid for it. Two, nobody's gonna call them out on it because they want, they all want to play the game. And then they're like, oh, if you want to complete the game, you have to spend more money on it because who's gonna tell me no? Right. So I feel like the same with like music and not necessarily films. I. I more so music because music is so like easy to make you just find a beat on YouTube you have a microphone you, you can make it on your phone or whatever the hell bro like mm-hmm. like we can it's so easy to make and but yet like the quality of it really decreases because of that but yeah it's like they don't make things like they used to <laughs> like the like the old head used to say when I was young dude I, to be honest with you bro I don't even agree with that either like, 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 sure, like, it's not, it's like, the music isn't going to be the same, bro. Like, Beethoven was years ago, and so was George Duke. Like, the, every, every, 
every culture has its own type and certain amount of music, bro. It's just whether that shit is great or not. And but like, like we have like Kendrick, we have J Cole, we have so many other talented artists. It's just a lot of the shit that right now, a lot of everything else, is just like bottom bass. 